Before we begin, please note this podcast contains language that some viewers may find offensive and especially heinous. Viewer discretion is advised. Boom, boom. If you're looking for a Coke versus Pepsi debate, investment banking advice, my BuzzFeed Hogwarts house quiz results, or the size of the world's largest Toblerone, then this is is not not the the podcast podcast for for you. <laughs> that was the worst and the best. And I've been waiting so long to open that damn beer. So I thought Ooh. I'm going to just start the episode right. Get it done. Get it done. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode 111. <gasps> Look at us. Oh my God, we did it. Oh my <laughs> God, we're amazing. so popular. We're so We've gotten uh, cars and trips. <laughs> Bridges. <laughs> uh, we're just kidding. This is episode three of Rewind, a Star Trek podcast. Before we get into the really raunchy, nasty shit, though, let's talk quickly about something fucking rad. It's called Fansets. Haley? hey This episode of Rewind is brought to you by Fansets, the place to get seriously spiffy pin collectibles. They have close to 200 officially licensed Star Trek pins to pick from, with new ones coming out every month. See all the pins and collectibles they have to offer at fansets.com. Fansets. We are Star Trek. Yep. I almost went woot, and I know that we don't like that anymore. <laughs> right? We're trying to, <laughs> we're trying to not woot. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it, if we're going to be honest. I know. Well, thank you for that, Haley. If you haven't heard of them, that's weird. You know you have. You want them all, and you'd give your two left feet to have them. You know what I like about them? You can go on a buckwild spending craze in Vegas when you're there at STLV in the vendor room and you can buy all the pins you want and you can get them into your carry-on luggage. That's just handy for all involved, right? It's true. It's true. And I mean, uh, yeah. They keep coming I up had... with so many good ones. Well, also, this just reminds me of that time that I, like, it was either the first time we were going to Vegas or the second time or maybe the third, but my, my luggage on the way over was 50 pounds. Oh. And it was mostly like accessories. Yeah. Like for my hair and shit. Yeah. Anyway, so that's yeah. not an issue yeah. for fans. Well, and and the, the rate they're going, I mean, I might need to bring luggage because they're coming out with awesome new pins every month. And now they're talking about how they're going to be releasing some more characters from Discovery. They're going to be doing Picard and his Admiral uniform from the new series, oh. Picard. So, Christ, keep it up, guys. Right? We're on it. We like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, that was like a muffled woot. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Just because you have your mouth closed. To yeah. <laughs> Good point. Um, speaking of Vegas, hey, you want to hear something fun? I just sure, got yeah. back from Vegas. <gasps> Las Welcome Vegas, back. Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Did you know that there's actually four cities named Las Vegas, Haley? No, what? There's the one in Nevada that we all know and love. There's okay. one in New Mexico, which I know you knew. There's no, Las Vegas, Honduras, and Las Vegas, Venezuela. What? Really? You know what? Those are some fun facts. I like it. Yeah. No, I was there, and I was, like, just doing car stuff. I went for uh, a show called SEMA, which stands for Specialty Equipment Market Association. It's basically a trade show for the auto industry, and it's the entire Las Vegas Convention Center full of exhibitors, cars, and trucks, and unveilings of, like, new vehicles. SEMA. Yeah. Not to be confused with Seaman, which is a very different convention. <laughs> Um, as I laugh at my own joke, uh, <laughs> I went to that 
really cool toy store that's down on Fremont Street, and I got a new action figure. It's a Star Trek Toy Fair exclusive uh, transporting Lieutenant Tasha Yar. So she's like a sparkly action figure. So it looks like she's being beamed. Uh, It was $9, and I thought, you know what? Why not? I literally, coming home, when you have to declare how much you spent, I was like, I spent twenty eight ninety five because I bought an action figure and a top at H&M. It was not a shopping trip. And then oh I God. just hung out with a lot of friends, new friends, old friends. Uh, I drank a lot, schmoozed with those in the auto industry like a boss and got bottle service at the Golden Nug. <laughs> the Golden Nug. <laughs> the Golden Nugget for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I call it the Golden Nug. Ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Also, though, on a sad note, we had an Uber driver and he worked at the Westgate, which is the former Hilton, right? And right. he's uh, he sells timeshares. And he's like, oh, I work in that office. That, it looked like a spaceship or something. And I was like, deadpan. That's where the experience was, the Star Trek experience. He just kind of blinked and he had no clue what I was talking about. And it broke my heart. Oh, they should still be crying about it. That place was so iconic. We cry every year. I know. Anyway, that's what's up with me? What's up with you? Um, I just have to say that makes me incredibly sad about the Westgate because even mm-hmm. after the experience was shut down, they still had that big Star Trek emblem up on the side of the building where the monorail stopped. I know. That was there forever. I it know. Was all like, like faded from the sun and stuff. I know. I know. Oh, though I got to say what doesn't make me sad is that you finally did what we've always wanted to do, mm. which is... Mm bottle service it was pretty it was pretty fancy i gotta say can i do you know how much it cost like i don't actually i didn't i didn't know anything about i just know that this gentleman showed up with a bucket full of ice uh a full bottle of uh crown royal oh my god he offered uh to make drinks for everybody because he brought like a wine bottle full of like coke and sprite or something like that (laughs) and uh so i had a couple of those cocktails because they were free and uh that was cool and i also bought a bucket of beers for the table because that's how i roll (laughs) a bucket of bud lights how much was that like 65 dollars it was 25 dollars for five bottles of bud light it was cheap Uh, totally decent i know and it's like a plastic bud light bucket compared to like this fancy like one full of ice i'm like yep that's how i roll (laughs) it was still pretty cool there's like and there's like ice in your bucket, but it's just Ugh. like those plastic cubes. Yeah. <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you think I'm cool enough to do this podcast with, or at least uh, that's my assumption. Um, uh-huh. My update, I mm. went to Costco oh. and I spent $250 on meat and cheese and mayonnaise because I started the keto diet you know, is super low carb, super high fat, super high protein, healthy, mm, super yeah. high fun. Yeah. Newsflash bought way too much meat and cheese for one person. Really? Um, what kind of cheese? Mozzarella, Gruyere, mm. Grana Padano. Mm. Um, I got a thing of baby bells, like 50 oh, of them. Oh. a bunch of cheese strings. Um, I have blue cheese. You're uh, living your best life my yeah goat cheese anyway like you know what it's like unhealthy and shit i'm down five pounds so fuck it also got a set of gel nails which uh now means anytime i drop something it's no longer mine because i can't pick anything up and i (laughs) i I can just picture it (laughs) you know bent over on the side of the street trying to get your visa card like guess that's done (laughs) cancel it (laughs) exactly but um for my boyfriend who who likes his bagels i can palm those well not palm them but i can nail them (laughs) 
right yeah, out. I bet you can palm a bagel all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can get those bagels right out of the toaster. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can also scratch myself accidentally and, and quite badly, as I've found. Um, <laughs> Next time I see you, I'm going to be like, when did you get a kitten? What's with all the scratches? <laughs> It's so bad. You don't like cats. doing it right now. No, I'm not a cat person. All right. All right. All right. It's time for some Trek Talk. Um, But before we go any further, I just want to say that Trek Talk is a really stupid name for this section of the podcast. So what should we call it? It's not creative. Um, uh, How about, I got a couple of, I got a couple of options here. Trek Jabber. I don't like it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Welcome aboard the USS Yakety Yak. <laughs> or maybe it's time for some shields up, spill the beans. I kind of like that, uh, but we'll work on it. Or we can put a poll on Twitter. Um, but what do you think? Do you like any of those, or do you have a better one? I mean, <laughs> the USS Yakety Yak. <laughs> Don't talk back. Yeah, yeah, and so that's the problem. Like we'd start singing the song. Yeah, um, we ain't got the time for that. Shields shield up, spill the beans. I can we do that after we've had a couple of drinks? Nope, nope. So. Um, Trek talk. <laughs> yeah, Trek talk. Have you watched? Okay. So we're going to work on that. Clearly, we're not ready to properly name this section. So before we go any further, I need to know, did you watch Short Treks? Because we talked about it last time that Q&A and The Trouble with Edward came out. So fuck's sakes, did you watch them? Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to my multiple action figure Barbie dolls in my nook. You could be. Well, guess what? Because fuck yes, I did. And <gasps> and oh, I, I threw saw, my pencil down. I'm so excited. Yeah, you should. And I saw the one, my favorite <laughs> one, was <laughs> the dog who got stuck in the, the replicator. That was so cute. Like so many puppies everywhere, dogs everywhere. Wait. No? What? Which one? The dog that got stuck in the replicator. In the yeah, short I tracks. I didn't fucking watch him. Ugh. I, for a minute there, I was like, what happened to Porthos? <laughs> He's not in short treks. No, no, you didn't watch him. I didn't watch them. I'm sorry. I just okay. Well, uh, the one that you're talking about with a dog and a replicator sounds good. So can we have that? We'll write it in. Yay! We'll film it. We'll film it with my dog. (gasps) Do our own short trek. We don't need them. We got this. Yeah. Look out, CBS. We're coming for you. We get like a cease and desist immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Shut it down. This is a podcast that we. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, doesn't Mm. matter. All right. Well, you know, the, the short treks are always there on Crave whenever you have the time to watch them. Um, Lord knows I have grandiose intentions of watching multiple different shows of Star Trek to finally finish series. And I can barely get the time to watch the damn episode we're talking about today. So no doubt that's life. And also I've fucking bought Disney Plus. So sorry. Excuse me. Goodbye world. I'm going to watch every Disney cartoon and episode of Gargoyles that ever existed. Jesus Christ. Also, they have all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) I just started yesterday. I thought episode one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can't come into work for the foreseeable future. I'm busy. Yeah. All right, I got some Star Trek gossip for you. It's not much. It's not much, but I got a little bit. Uh, 
I think I mentioned it when we were doing our live, you watching the um, trailers, that there was a convention happening at that time, Destination Star Trek. It's in Birmingham in Europe, in England. And uh, there was some news that came out of it regarding Lower Decks, which is the animated series that's in production. Um, And that's the animated series that's going to be geared towards adults. Um, Word has it that it's going to take place after Nemesis. Okay. There's a possibility of cameos. So whether it's just voices of people that we know playing somebody original or it's like characters like a cartoon version of Kieran Reese, like I have no idea, but there's talk of it. And it's going to be an episodic show uh, as opposed to one that's got a continuing storyline. So it's going to be more like TNG and Voyager. So that's kind of cool. Okay. I'm excited. I, I, I'm into it. Right on. Yeah. Um, there's also going to be a Janeway biography book coming out in the summer. Which I'm kind of into it. I uh, I'm hoping it's going to be one of those like adult romance novels where it's like Janeway and a biker, or Janeway and the cop. I don't know. Um, probably Fifty not. Shades of Jane. See, that could be a really eye opening. It's all about yeah. different kinds of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Captain's um, log. I brewed it a bit darker today. It's a dark roast day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Papa, that's cool. I, I probably will buy it and never read it because that's kind of what I do. I buy books and then I never have time to read them. But I don't know. It's just kind of cool that Janeway's getting some love. You know, it's the 25th anniversary of Voyager this year. So there's going to be a lot of Voyager stuff going on, which is cool. Oh. And uh, rumor has it from some folks that I was listening to on a podcast. Uh, Anson Mount seems to be kind of giddy these mm. days. And uh, maybe when people are asking him questions about when there's going to be a Pike series, he's not really saying no. He's not really saying yes. It's like, mm. oh, I'd love to see that happen. And I, I don't know. Like, it, I think that there's kind of some hope that there would be. And if it's up to me, I say, let's do it. I sign him up for 10 seasons. I love Anson Mount as Pike. And if he's on it, that means we're going to get some Ethan Peck as Spock. And I'm sorry, but that is, uh, that's something that this girl is okay with. So make that two girls. Well, you know, two girls, uh, one captain. Captain. Yeah. We'll say captain. Yeah. Awesome. Moving on. Yeah. Have you got anything else? Any gossip that you're wanting to hear more about? I mean, you got some pretty good reactions to those trailers. Are you wanting more trailers or you just want to get on with it already? Um, I'm really excited for them to start. Uh, I did share them with my parents who I said <gasps> would, would cry and they just kind of said, Oh yeah, like <laughs> they're looking older. And I said, yeah, that's what time does. Um, and they <laughs> thought that the Picard series was a movie. So I like delighted them by telling them that it was no, at least one season, probably two. And yeah, they're very excited, and so am I. So I mean, I'm over it. I'm not crying anymore. I'm not crying anymore. Kind of <laughs> oh my God. loser. Oh, it was oh. it was adorable. It was real. Oh. Yeah, it was. You know what? That was not scripted. Mm-mm. No. All right. Um. So, what episode are we covering? What is this? What the What are we doing? Show. What is this? The Friends, last... the one where Ross got lost, or something like that, or the one where Joey can't eat the sandwich, or no, which one is this? <laughs> That's all wrong. That's wrong. It's the last outpost. Oh, the last outpost. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I watched this uh, <laughs> today, uh, and uh, you know what? I actually watched it. I paid attention to it. I watched it. I wrote a lot of notes. I, I I'm just gonna go for it. Uh, starting off with picture it happy trumpets start the episode and Picard talks about a, about chasing a ship of Ferengi design a species they know nearly nothing about 
Dun, dun, da. Jordy throws sarcastic one-liners as they approach the ship, much the, to the, my delight. Our impulse engines are surging now. Yours and mine both, Lavar. <laughs> but something is wrong with the ship. Picard asks everyone on the bridge for input. Power systems are failing. Everything is falling apart. Immobilized by the damn Ferengi, adds Worf. They have underestimated their opponent. Cue the opening credits. Dun, dun, dun. And I can't sing any more of that. <laughs> so we got Picard sending Jory to engineering uh, because there's no contact with them. Troy can't sense shit because those big old ears are blocking her X-Men powers. We learn from data that the Ferengi likely don't look like Uncle Sam. And Picard becomes frustrated with his android officer. Jordy gets excited and he goes, ooh, wee, with a thumbs up after talking with Riker about breaking free from their greedy grasp. And then, uh-oh, the Ferengi are reading the ship's files. They're going to find all of Riker's nasty holodeck programs without a doubt. <laughs> and then Picard calls for a conference evaluation, which I've never heard him use that before when he calls the bridge crew to the <laughs> conference evaluation. So he takes the cool kids into the conference room and Worf is all about hitting them hard and hitting them fast. <laughs> Troy gives her advice and Picard looks to Will for his opinion. They stand close and talk softly, and then Picard looks out at the stars all emo. <laughs> now the Ferengis start talking, everyone looks confused, and Picard gives the kill it sign to Yar. There's boring talk, boring talk, boring talk, something about humans are ugly, more boring talk, and then there's random children running around, boys will be boys, that really kind of bugged me. I hated that scene. Uh, then Data had a fucking finger trap and don't even get me started on it. Data has inhuman strength and he's stuck for fuck's sakes. Just scrap <laughs> that part. Then Jordy's whistling. I'm like, who's this guy? I really like this Jordy. Was like, he always this fun or did he get serious? I, I have to pay attention to this now because he's like just Mr. One-Liner this whole episode. Then there's more boring talk, something about Yankee traders. And then the folks beam down to a stormy, foggy rock planet. Data is trying to use slang. Jordy is upside down resting sarcastically. And then the Ferengi show up with whips. So now it's getting kinky. The ship is cold and they're taking it to Nip City. Uh, yes, uh, women wear clothes and they work. Why is this still a topic in these episodes of Star Trek? I just, after watching Code of Honor and then this, I'm over it. The ship life is getting worse. And Picard asks Crusher where Wesley is as everyone dies from freezing. And she's like, I'm going to leave him in the room and... She's babbling on as if Picard actually cares, but he's just being polite. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the guy from Wizard of Oz shows up in the smoke, uh, <laughs> claiming to be some kind of Empire Guardian, and Riker throws shade at him, and the Guardian barks, we're forever! And it's like, no, you're not. And he's like, no, we last forever. It's like, no, you don't. And then the Ferengis hiss and act like douchebags. Uh, Riker just stands there like a tall glass of water. The Ferengi mm -hmm. get pervy with Yar yet again, and you know, it kind of reminded me of somebody I used to work with. So that kind of ruined the Ferengis for me permanently. And then uh, someone's phone went off while I was watching this at work. And the music for their phone is from the Exorcist movie. And I thought it was the show. And I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, this is scary music. But it wasn't. The show's still boring. So um, there was more boring talk with the Guardian and Riker. And it's all about knowing your enemy. And now we're best friends. And the ship is released. And that's the name of Riker's sex tape. It's released. Um, everyone survives on the ship. There's more boring talk. The end. Oh, no, wait. It's not the end. Data has to say something stupid again. Uh, something to write home about. And then Riker has to get silly. And they want to send finger traps to the Ferengi ship. And Picard says, make it so. I gave myself a massive eye roll for that. And now I have a headache. <laughs> That's what the episode. What was that? Are you okay? I threw a pen. <laughs> again. You sound mad. Yeah. So I've talked enough. Haley. Yeah. Go. Um, 
so like what did Bill and Dan say about this episode? Mm-hmm. Dan said, other than the Packlids, the Ferengi are the biggest laughing stock alien in the Trek universe. Uh, the writers were able to redeem themselves a bit in DS9, but not much. Mm-hmm. And then Bill said, totally uneven episode that introduces an adversary that not even the writers cared for. Why should we? Mm. Right? You know what, Bill and Dan? Well said, gentlemen. I slow, would clap. slow clap. Yeah. yeah. I would give them a clap if I could be bothered and would not ruin your nails myself. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of observations on this mm. episode. Are you ready? Please. So first, this is another um, bullshit episode with Riker without a beard. Ugh. And so my notes are based on what I could see, which was only shapes and colors. <laughs> I loved it when Picard said fully enlarge when he was referring to the Ferengi ship on screen. And I thought that was very PG-13. And then, you know, as you said, like Worf mumbling to himself saying they were immobilized by the damn Ferengi. Yeah. I thought more of you, you know, not to put people down, but I'm sorry, the sound editing was bullshit. Mm. The levels were all over the place. So um, I don't know if you saw Riker's chest hair poking out of his uniform. But I'll tell you. <laughs> you must have a 4K TV over there. <laughs> I, do, I do. But the the resting heart rate on my Fitbit suggests I certainly saw it. Um, <laughs> data, data and the finger trap, him calling Ugh. it a functional impasse. It's troubling thinking that like future AI could be thwarted by a child's game. Like, <laughs> next, you can't shoot marbles or something. <laughs> yeah, give him a, a Rubik's cube, and he's like he short circuits. <laughs> like, don't even start on hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I thought about too. Hungry, hungry hippos. Mm. Anyway, it's so loud that game. I don't it was know. horrible. On the planet, all I was thinking that it must be so humid and the environment was doing nothing for Worf's hair. <laughs> it was so big. It's like when Monica went to... Yeah, Bermuda? Bermuda. Yeah, the Bahamas. I yeah. can't remember. I don't know. And then, like, the Guardian or whatever, like, I, I, <sighs> I kind of nicknamed him Gollum's dad. I, <laughs> like, I thought his act play was garbage. Like, oh. bringing Kevin Riker his horoscope for the month. Shut up! Crusher calling Picard Jean as, as if the, his whole name it's like it's so it's so awkward it is you know as i watched the episode and a lot of it was listening but i watched it there was some things that i observed one they're so bad at humor at this point of the series like it's just it's not necessary in my opinion like you didn't need to have data with his finger trap and then this was in the time when they had data jumping all over the place as if he was like a a leapfrog like oh wow a, a robot that could jump like yeah whatever like i've seen black mirror we don't want that to happen and uh, just so much awkwardness about the fact that they have a female security guard. Like, it's just such a, oh, my God. Like, we're so progressive. No, you're not. Shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Well, um, and like, speaking of jumping around, the fucking Ferengis clamming around like a bunch of fucking Kramers busting into Jerry's apartment, rooting through his cereal <laughs> cupboard, like an episode of fucking Seinfeld. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> if only they were on the Merv Griffith set while this was all happening. I would have exactly. been loving it. <laughs> and then, like, at the end, like, sharing the finger traps. I'm like, I hope they're using protection because... <sighs> so stupid i gotta say like my final thoughts this was a typical like tos episode where the alien species is some fucking uncivilized race and the federation is so much like better than Mm. and it took me two tries to watch i fucking fell asleep the first time Mm. it was boring no beard no good garbage 
All right. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could find that was good about it was um was Jordy. Yeah. I, I, I just I, Yeah, he was just having the having a gas. I'm I don't know what happened, but I just never really paid that much attention to him. And now I'm like, I think Jordy is going to be the best part of season 1 maybe. So, uh anyway, I think it's a skip it. Um, yeah. it was so boring and it was so much talking and there were so many things that made me roll my eyes with the kids running around in the ready room and the fucking finger trap. Yeah. Like I said, Jordy was the best part with his little sarcastic snips in the background. Um, I give this episode one Jordy and five boxes of Chinese finger traps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no yeah, good. No good. Ugh. But did you have any ideas for a would you rather that we can use? I have kind of an idea for mm. Would You Rather. It's mm. kind of an oldie, but a goodie, as mm. I like to say. I like those and, candies. Uh, what are those? It's those little licorice pills. That sounds gross. Black licorice and they have the hard candy? Goodies? No, I don't like that. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No. Mm-hmm. This isn't that. Oh. Um, okay. No. Uh, this is uh, Would You Rather Be a Regular at 1 Quarks mm. or 2 10 forward. <gasps> oh, personally, mm. I would pick 10 forward because that view, and by that view, I'm talking about Riker's Heine. Hey, oh, I think I would choose. Well, I, I want to say 10 forward so that we can hang out together because that's where you're going to be. But oh. I kind of want to pick quarks because every time I've seen them hanging out in 10 forward, all they talk about is synthahale or whatever, synthol or fake synth- alcohol. And Whoopi Goldberg hanging out. There's a quarks, <laughs> there's gambling, there's hollow sweeps, there's possibly interactions with Dr. Julian Bashir <gasps> and Chief O'Brien oh. uh, and the Frankie Hilarious, and there's fights and it's booze and it's. Yeah, it just seems like a bit more of a, you know, fun. It's like the punk bar, whereas Ten Forward's the the lonely English pub. Uh, should we rewind? Let's rewind. Oh, I said it. <laughs> Take a shot every time I say it, people. <laughs> I'm gonna have a sip. Hold on. Okay, me too. Wait, what are you drinking? I got myself a cold can of Lucky Lucky Laga. Oh, yeah, it's a poor man's beer. You do it's you, Canadian. It's what's yeah. all that was in the fridge. So, sure. I was gonna crack a bottle of wine, but I was like, nope. No, nope, I can only drink crack. one glass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do with the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. What are you drinking? What's that like? I am um, <laughs> glass of. There's a, there's a pig in this room, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am having wine, uh, mm. a red wine, Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm. It's, um, you know, it's the fall. So. Well. And done, <laughs> I'm done with that dry white. <laughs> You'll never be done with me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Stems. <laughs> I kind of want to get rid of the dry white thing. <laughs> yeah. Look at that mm. out. Wet rosé. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's even worse. <laughs> okay. So, oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's rewind to talk about one of our memories of being in Las Vegas. Because um, I'm sure everyone just loves to hear about our fucking stories. Like, sure. You know what? Tell okay, us your stories, there. actually, people. If you follow yeah. us on uh, social media, you know where we're at. You, you know what? I want you to 
slide right into my DMs and tell me all the nasty shit you did when you were in Vegas at Star Trek Las Vegas because I bet there's some good stories out there. I know based on the people that we talk to, there's a lot of shit going on. Holy shit. What like, is up just... with all the group sex that people were having? Know, like massive swingers clubs? I was yes. just like, holy shit. We we're, were not like, just saying so this for shock value. Pure. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. Great. Like, I'm just going to go over here now. Like, I'm not, don't, nope. Watch your drinks, ladies. I don't want to get roped into something. Well, meanwhile, you and I are like in bed at 10 p.m. Yeah. Wine <laughs> spilled night. all over the clock. Whatever. We needed yeah. to have a good sleep. You know what? It's true because on this trip that we're going to talk about, you're, you lost your voice. I actually have an audio clip of that. So I'll share that um, actually right now. Oh. So it's 10 o'clock. I've been awake since yesterday at three, except for a two hour snap top. We're drunk. Hiccups for the fourth time. We're going we're gonna go a little bit. We need to sleep. We're gonna get up about eight thirty from shopping and go to the convention, but we're just at the um forks, the hamburger. We couldn't even finish a mini warport. It was disgusting. All the talk that we did about how we're gonna have a whole one each is not gonna happen. We're all talk. We don't deliver. We can never show this to anyone. We're old. And you know what? It's okay. It is okay. And that pretty much, that clip sums up uh, how much talk we are. (laughs) We're gonna go crazy. We're in Vegas. No, we're tired. Yeah, no, we could barely do it. And like, I remember being in the vendor room and meeting Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica. Mm. And I was, I was kind of like, I, he's such an asshole. I was like, I recognize this guy, but like, from what? And like, all of his pictures from like, were from the original Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica, but I only have ever seen the newer one. And yeah, so and then you I see the finally, name tag. And you're like, yeah, and the guy from like, Survivor. Wait a second. Yeah, you're not a millionaire. Anyway, so I was like, oh, like, can I get a photo with you? Only it was like, can I get a photo with you? Um, or whatever I sounded like. And so he comes up to me and puts his arm around me. And, you know, like, we're getting this photo. And he's, like, smelling my hair. And it's a whole thing. And then he's kind of like, oh, you should do voiceover work. And I was like, yeah, but, like, I don't sound like this because, like, I'm sick. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and and now I'm like, rest in peace. Because, mm. you know, we saw him later at the con in Victoria where mm. I absolutely made a fucking fool of myself. No. Um, oh, sure. No. All I remember about that was how much time I spent with the actor who played Neelix talking about Canadian healthcare. <laughs> well, and the, for sure. Like, no, especially dental care. Anyway. Yeah. While eating like perfectly cubed bits of cheese and and oh, and a fruit hello. platter yeah it was delicious yeah anywho yeah so good times at that and that was also our bad hair oh. convention i oh. can't even watch the video why like as soon as it starts and i see myself and i'm like probably 40 pounds heavier and that's just in my face and i had this horrible haircut and this horrible hair color and at 7 a.m i'm eating pretzels like what kind of low point was i at in my life that i was like oh god it was a hot mess what year was this 2008 2008 and so that was the last year that they had the star trek experience we got there and found out that yes in fact it's like all it's being torn down like a month after it was so depressing. 
to be. It there was absolutely depressing. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, I was so bummed out. Um, I found my little journal where I wrote notes about the, these trips and some of the things I wrote down, I can share right now if you'd like, and maybe it'll trigger I, some other memories of yours. I'd like it. Mm. I remember you picked me up at 4am so we could go to the airport, but I never got a chance to go to bed because that's when I used to work at a nightclub and I worked until 2.30 in the morning and then got home at like 3.30 with just enough time to splash some water on my face and make sure my stuff was packed and then go. Oh my God. Um, you know what? I was 28 years old. I could do that. <laughs> I think. Fuck yeah. And then as soon as we got onto the plane and the AC was like blasting, I was like, what is this? The snow queen breathing on me. And you thought it was like the funniest thing ever, which kind of then got me laughing. So it was our way of starting like, okay, we might be tired, but we're on. Also, I was like so nervous because it was a flight. (laughs) But you did so well. And we did so well. And it was always do so well. It was cold. Yeah. Um, I remember the first thing we did when we got there was we went to Toby Keith's I Heart This Bar and Grill, which was kind of as an ironic thing because we yeah. started making fun of that place all the time because we thought it was ridiculous. But then we end up going there and I'm like, can I have a Jack and Coke? And it was like a mason jar the size of like Costco mayonnaise with like five shots of Jack in it. I know it was amazing. I I was just so hooped after this one drink. And then we got shots because they played the dumb song. Yes, exactly. And I remember like everyone gets a shot. Closing my eyes because I didn't want alcohol in my eyes. And she's like, keep your eyes open when she's pouring the shot into my mouth for me. Like I'm a fucking toddler. Like I was just like, this place sucks. (laughs) It doesn't. It's fine. But like the portions are just like, you know, I, I love America. Massive. I travel there all the time, but American portions. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's, you guys. it's incredible. Like what? It's like the lid, the factory. lid of a garbage can is your plate <laughs> and you fill it. Well, and sometimes I want that. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Mm. But like other times I feel like it's a challenge that I just can't meet. When you need two containers for your leftovers, <laughs> your portions are big. Um, then we went to Quark's bar. <gasps> Oh. Where we saw all of our friends that we'd met over the years, like the ACDC shirt guy. And that's when we met Don from the con. And he had like, he was giving out like lanyards and he was punching, like, if you drink this or whatever for his birthday or something. Like right. That. And we saw the woman who always wore the glasses because she became one of like our favorite, like, kickoffs for the, like, oh, she's got her glasses on, like the 2007, 2008. Like, that yes. was like, my favorite thing. Cause we saw her at the airport. We're like, oh, we're in convention mode. We're already seeing people with their fun, like, own versions of cosplay or whatever. Also, I just have to ACDC shirt guy. His mm. name is James. Yes, it is. Thank you. I knew yeah. it was. I was going to say Josh, but it's James. Yeah. Super nice guy. So nice. And we saw him so in Seattle nice. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember John Delancey was on stage and he had a good story about the King of Jordan. Um, if you want to go into that, you can. I got a photo with him or we did together. All I remember... Uh, I, yeah, like all I remember is that like the King of Jordan is a huge Star Trek fan and like he mm-hmm. invited John Delancey over for dinner kind of thing and he had this kind of vision for a Star Trek theme park or some sort mm-hmm. of thing and and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it all sounded very good. Mm-hmm. I won $100 on day three. I wrote that Hell down. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Remember we went to Thunder from Down Under and we were front row. <laughs> We were like we were the VIP. first ones there. We were, we were VIP. Like, yeah. Yeah, we were. Uh, totally. And we got drinks and they were like typical, like $12 American each or whatever for like a bottle like of beer. Corona. And so you're just like, 
this beer is the most important thing. And it's like when you're a kid and in school you're given an egg and you're like, this is your baby and you have to protect it. That's how <laughs> I felt about my beer. So we sit down at what is basically like painted black picnic tables. Yes. And we're like on stage practically. We're so close. Yeah. Um, and the women, like the guys came out and they did their thing and they, don't get me wrong. They were great. They were talented. They could actually dance and it was, it was cheesy. It was fun. But like women are hooting and hollering. They're like just creaming themselves. And we're like, mm-hmm. we're laughing because it's fucking ridiculous. And yeah. then they'd make eye contact and then I'm laughing even harder. And yeah. I'm just, and then they come over and I, one of them like grinded right up into my chest. Oh, and then one of them was boy. on the table and I was like, don't knock over my fucking beer. I was like, get away from us. Like, this beer is $12. Give me $20 Oh God. I just remember being like, just don't look at them and it's okay. Like, just don't let them lock eyes. Um, riot. Uh, all I remember else was, um, I got my photo on the bridge when they had that still set up on the, at the experience. That was cool. And uh, then there was you and your moment with Brent Spiner when you bought his CD. I bought two of his CDs. (laughs) Do you still have it? No, fuck no um harsh oh, sorry no God. i wish i still had my old yellow eyes as back that was a class oh i i wish you did too i um i may have to retract my fuck no i'm not sure that i actually donated those because he um autographed them both but we had kind of like an argument about my name because <laughs> he's like who should i make this out to and i was like oh Haley. And he's like oh like Haley mills and I'm like whatever i'll like you can just censor this so my name is Haley, Mi- and <laughs> he's like oh like were you named after Haley mills and i was like actually no <laughs> i was named after sheena easton's daughter which i later found out was incorrect um and he kind of just is signing and going like okay and i'm like yeah i'm like paying like 19 dollars for these cds like each, like that's a big deal. It's like sixty-five Canadian dollars. Anyway, yeah, I remember it. It was funny. He's uh, <laughs> he's a saucy little troublemaker, is what he is. He's a, he's a bit of a. He likes to poke fun. He sure does. Um, what else do you remember? Jeez, I remember um, sitting at that bar. Like I have a video of us sitting at the bar at Quarks. And my fingernail was back on because it popped off. And you're like, you got your fingernail back. And we ordered a warp core. And Darren was making it. He was the bartender there that we were friends with and super cool guy. And you're like, there's Darren working hard, not hardly working because he was just like blasting <laughs> through. hard. Yeah. And we were sitting in the corner. And like behind us was the Borg elevator and there was like an episode of TNG on the TV and yeah. like the background was just all the little twinkling sounds of the ships that they had suspended from the ceiling and it just smelt like the Hilton. It had such a smell yeah. um, and it still kind of does, but it's not as much. And oh, it was just such a place. Like I just, it was so my happy place. I got to go the year it opened and I was there the year it closed. Mm. I loved it. Yeah, it was the me best. too. Um, yeah. You lost your voice. I have an audio clip of that too. I could probably uh, add that. Um, okay. You had short, but you had like a curly bob going on. Christ. I went to this place, like this quote unquote, like the, the best hair salon um, in town. And I had never been there. And I went there and this chick fucking butchered my hair. <laughs> and fucking 
dyed it this terrible sort of like dirty mousy brown like I'm naturally a strawberry blonde and like the strawberry blonde is like trying like I'm gonna I'm gonna get through no matter what you try and dye me um and and like my friends are like oh yeah like my car and I was like yeah I also hate it and then when I saw it on the, on the video and on the pictures I just thought fuck. and I went to another hair salon later and like the chick was like oh did like the person like mean to do a sort of like a bob that was like not even and I'm like no no can you please fix it anyway you know what I'm gonna call them out it was fucking fish <laughs> in Victoria and I'll never fucking forget that it was 10 years ago and fuck you it was 11 years ago fuck you oh mine was cut by myself and I had a cowlick in my bangs and the cowlick wouldn't go down oh god I thought for some reason I should have an emo swoop across my eyes because what what works really well with a round cherub face is more hair fuck I was so clueless I swear to god I didn't like mature until I hit 30 I was so awkward for so long now it's just like I'm like a fucking supermodel like you just I just can't even get anywhere without people just asking me like what are you like you're 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 perfect and I'm just like you know what I'm just me exactly this is this is it okay um I think we're done yeah you done I feel like I'm done. I'm done with my beer. I know that. Good. Yeah. Just the one. I'm kind of trying to be good after Vegas because I ate and drank a lot in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling a little uh, bloated is uh, a nice way of saying I feel like a fat ass. So, um, oh, <laughs> so cute. Uh, I know I look good. I'm just saying for my heart health, I should probably not have a bunch of drinks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> My body's too bootylicious for you. Um, okay, in closing, uh, first, um, I'd like to thank, we'd like to thank Five Year Mission. They have provided the fantastic music outside of my singing that you have heard. Um, and they're just, they're super awesome to let us use that. And um, so thank you. Uh, if you haven't heard their podcast yet, actually, What the Fark. Um, so yeah, What the Fark. Do it. They're a cute boy band. So, like, oh. get the poster, get the t-shirt, and check out Five Year Mission. Love you guys. Um, yeah. Um, what else have we got? We got some social media stuff. Haley, you're the queen of social media. Why don't you uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> tell people where they I, under, I understand what social media is. Um, so, like, apparently, apparently, you can check us out on trekgeeks.com, where you can find other fine podcasts. Mm. Such as Five Year Mission and Politrex. Also, mm. like, I don't know if you could tell, I was kind of trying to do that, like, little kid from, like, five years ago where he was at a amusement park and this local oh. news. Yeah. <laughs> Pearly! And he, yeah, anyway. Pearly! I like turtles. Yeah. Well, no, that's not it. Oh. Anyway, the kid was on Ellen and all this stuff. He's a big deal. Hmm. I'm going to continue. Pearly! If you like our content and want exclusive access to more of it and support the network, you can become a Patreon supporter. Patreon.com slash Trek Geeks. 
And apparently, you can find Sarah on Twitter at Trek Rewind or our Instagram, Trek Rewind, where apparently she posts photos relevant to our episodes. And apparently, you should tune in to the next time as we review where no one has gone before. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love how we like argued so much about how with the woot, like we don't actually talk like this. Apparently, that's actually apparently, how you really talk all the time. <laughs> and apparently, we're going to be... Uh, I remember that kid now. Okay, right? Oh, He's like so good. Kid. He's yeah. so sweet. Apparently, apparently there's also camp kittimer and apparently i'm an admin so watch yourself. yeah uh, i'll fuck you up <laughs> apparently, apparently i'll cool. hack your system if you try anything and apparently <laughs> what i'm talking about oh, all right well, this is good i'm not gonna quote toy story because i know how much it jacks you up so <laughs> apparently <laughs> it really gets me angry <laughs> And I don't want you to say it anymore. Okay. Well, in that case, Haley frequencies closed. Haley frequencies closed. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> Through infinity. Pearly.